I wanted to take your Bibles with me to the book of Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter 16. Second Chronicles chapter 16. And I'm going to read verse 6, 7, and 9. Second Chronicles chapter 16. Second Chronicles chapter 16. If you find your place, I want you to focus on uh, verse, verses 7 to 9. And I'm going to read. And at that time, Anani the seer came to Asher, king of Judah, and said unto him, Because thou hast relied on the king of Syria, and not rely on the Lord thy God, Therefore is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of thine hand. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubins, a host, a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen. Yet because thou didst rely on the Lord, it delivered them into thy hand. Look at verse 9. For the heights of the Lord run through and fro throughout the earth, throughout the whole earth, to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose hearts is perfect toward him. Herein thou hast done foolishly, therefore from henceforth thou shalt have worse. Amen. Uh, tonight I want to talk about a heart that is completely God's. We're talking about a perfect heart, a heart that is completely God's. When we look at the story in this passage of the scripture, we have King Asher. King Asher was the king of Judah, the two southern, I mean, two southern uh, tribe of the children of Israel. That is the, I mean, that is the tribe, I mean, that is the, I mean, Judah, two tribes of the children of Israel. They formed the country of Judah by the southern part of the country. Now, King Asher, when he, when he became the king of the land, the Bible tells us that he relied on God. When he relied on God, he followed the commandments of God. He followed everything that God wants him to do. If God wants him to go, he will go. If God tells him not to go, he will not go. He's always Always looking for opportunity to please God in everything that God asks him to do. But when it comes to the point in his life, some people came against him. And King Asa decided to look for opportunity, to look for other people to help him fight the enemy of God. And because of that, God sent Anani the prophet unto King Asher. And uh, the enemy, the prophet, came to King Asher and rebuked him for not following the law with all of his hearts. You know, a lot of times in our lives, we try to depend on our own understanding because certain things in our life we do not understand. You know, I believe strongly with all my heart, King Asher. He has witnessed so many deliverances, so many things that God has done in his life. He has been to war and God rescued him. The Bible talks about the Ethiopians. 
The Ethiopians, they have chariots. They have weapons of warfare. They have things that they use to fight. And King Asher is just a king over two southern tribes of the children of Israel. He, he, he did not possess that great strength, but because it depends on the Lord to fight the battle for him, every time he goes, the Lord always gives him victory. And that is why the Lord said in some passage of the scripture that, listen, I do not work with numbers. It is not the numbers that God is going to work for. You know that we, you have so many people that they have a lot of resources. They have a lot of money. And they do not enjoy the good earth that you are enjoying today. They do not enjoy the freedom that you have today. They do not enjoy the opportunity that you have today. A lot of people with so many opportunities, so many wisdom, and they do not enjoy what you are enjoying today. So, the Lord does not work by numbers. The Lord works with those who depend and trust in Him, the people that have a perfect and the heart that is upright before Him. So the Lord tells us in this passage that the Lord, look at verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord, look at verse 9. The Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Now, look at what the Bible is saying. The eyes of the Lord is to and fro. Now, when we talk about to and fro, when something, have you ever seen where people play table tennis? Table tennis, right? Table tennis. It goes from one side to another. So God said, I'm running to and fro. You know, we have, we have the North Pole and the South Pole. Okay? So God is saying that I run from the South Pole and to the North, I mean, from the North Pole to the South Pole. You know what I'm looking for? I'm looking for only one person whose heart is perfect. And the person that is heart is perfect does not mean that the person is without sin. But that person that has a perfect heart is the person that his heart is completely on God. The person that depends on God, the person that relies on God for everything. You know, sometimes we are living in a world today that we Christians, we do not depend on God anymore. You know, sometimes we try to fight our own battle through our own understanding. That is what happened to King Asa. You know what he did? He went and hired people to fight against the people, I mean, the, I mean, the king of Syria. He went and hired people to fight. You know, why God told him, listen, you don't need armies, you don't need to hire armies. You have been the one trusting me. And you let him back and let to your joy. No, why do you have to turn? Why do you have to turn your eyes, your face, your trust away from me? I have been the one going in and out with you. But when it comes to that point in the life of King Asa, he was afraid of the people. He was afraid of the armies of the people that they were going to, I mean, they were going to fight against. And he went and hired. He never asked the Lord, what do you think? He moved away from what God asked him to do. Is there a point in your life when you think that, God, I think you are too slow. I think there are other people that can help me. You know, sometimes we think that way. God, you know, why are you not giving me what I deserve? My friends, my mate, they are getting what they wanted. But why are you not giving me what I deserve? 
And God is saying, that I just want you to rely on me. I just want you to depend on me. It is not by your mind, not by your strength, but by my spirit. So I'm telling you tonight, as believers, we need to have a heart that is completely God's. You know, it is the heart that obeys the commandments of God and His way. And God can give you a perfect heart. Every one of us, we can have a clean heart towards God when you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. And that is the first step. An unregenerated heart can never please God. If if you are not saved, there is no way you can do anything to please God. Anything that we will try to do, we always be contrary to what God wants us to do. You know, an unregenerated man do not see the reason why to believe God. I, I have my strength now. I can do it my way now. There is other way I can do it. If God will not do it, I will do it. It doesn't, I mean, the, the, the man that is not trusting God, the man that is not saved, he does not even believe that God can help him. And that is why the Bible says two times in the book of Psalm, Psalm 14, the Bible says, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. The book of Psalm 14. Say, a fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Do you know the reason why God calls the person a fool? Because the person is trusting in himself other than God. When we begin to trust ourselves, when we begin to trust our heart, we are saying, God, I'm a fool. I'm a fool. So God is saying in the book of Psalm 53, the same chapter, I mean, the same book, the Bible repeated the same thing that a fool had said in his heart, there is no God. Because a fool will always look for opportunity to get things done so that all the glory will be given to him. You know, I was talking to a man today and I said sometimes when we pray, God does not, God will never hear our prayers. You know the reason why? Everything that we ask for is to our own glory. You know, every time when you talk to God, your prayer requests, those things that you are asking God to do in your life, what would God benefit from those things? You know, sometimes we are so self-conceited in our, in, 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 in our request that when we go before God, we don't even tell God, God, if you do this for me, this is how it's going to bring glory to you. You know, sometimes when I pray, I say, God, you know, we need this. And I, and I begin to ask myself, in what you are asking God, how would God get the glory in what you are asking God for? For example, you are trusting God. For example, Mama, you have been praying to God for promotion. You know, there is a way that you can approach God and say, God, you know, I come before you once again and I'm trusting you for this promotion. But I know I've been trusting for so many years and people think it is impossible. But I believe that you are the only one that can do it. And now, if you will grant me the desire of my heart, I will testify before the church so that it will increase the faith of other people who are trusting you for the same thing. You know, God is more... Listen, it is not how much we repeat. It is not our reputation. I mean, our repetition. But how much glory is God going to get in what we are asking God for? I mean, listen up. Sometimes we think it is the, I mean, I mean the, the quantity of talk that we can use to, to, I mean, to, I mean, to approach God. It is not. But how is God going to get the glory 
So King Asa, I mean, when, when, when he became so full of himself, he said, I do not need God to fight the battle for me. I have a way to fight my own battle. And he went to the war. You know what happened? He lost. So that is what the Bible says. I'm looking for one person whose heart is complete before God. And that is why the Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 2, God is working in the life of Christian to bring about the good things in their lives and to make their heart perfect towards him. Look at Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. The Bible tells us that it is God. It, it is God. It is him to will and to do of his good pleasure in us. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 23 verse 26. The Bible talks about my son, give me thine heart. God wants our hearts. He wants full control of our hearts. God requires all-hearted obedience to the commandments of God. Listen, when you come, when we come together today, when we come together as church, your heart should never be divided. Your heart should be in one place. You know, sometimes we we are in, we are in church, but we are far away from church. And God, who knows our heart, He knows the position of your heart. He knows where your hearts are. And that is why you can never deceive God. God says, God is not mocked. Do you ever think about God, who is not mocked by our hypocrisy? The Bible says, God is not mocked. Because the reason why God is not mocked, because God knows your hearts. God knows what you are thinking right now. And that is why you can never deceive God. You can deceive the pastor. There was a time, there was a man, there was a, there was a young man when I was in Bible school. He can deceive people with sleep. One day he was in chapel. Okay, he was in, he was in class. And this boy with a pen in his hand. And the professor, our lecturer thought he was writing. And the young man was... He was gone. Otisun. I mean, Otisun Gidiga. So by the time they asked him question, hey, Thomas, he just, uh, he just, he came back to himself. I'm saying that we cannot deceive God. God is never taken by surprise. Because he knows everything about our hearts. So we can never deceive God because he knows all the hearts. And that is why God is asking us in obedience that, my son, I want you to give me your hearts. You know, we can walk and talk before the people. But God, who knows all things, he knows our heart. He knows what we are thinking about. He knows the bad things that we have considered in our heart. And that is why God is asking you, I want you to willingly, I'm not going to force you. God is not mocked. No, we know sometimes that our heart is not, we are not, we have not fully given our hearts. You know, sometimes people pretend to give their hearts based on the, I mean, their location, where they are. You know, it is easier for you to deceive yourself when you find yourself among the people of God. It is, I mean, it is easier for you to deceive yourself when you find yourself among God's people. You also behave like God's people, right? I want to talk about I want to say, 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 I want to say,
But the moment we leave the presence of God's people and we become someone else. And that is why I don't like hypocritical Christians. No, like I'm a Christian, I like I'm a baby. And that is why God does not like hypocritical Christians. Be who you are. Because he knows your heart. And that is why sometimes we can never deceive God. When we live the way we want to live our life outside, and we still go to his house, pretending everything is okay. God is not mocked. So that is why God is saying that our heart must be completely God's because he knows every heart. He knows the intent of the heart. What we are thinking every moment, he knows. And that is why he's... And that is why he said that whatsoever... I mean, that is why he said whatsoever we ask, he knows what we are going to ask even before we make that request. He knows. So every one of us, we need to understand that God wants our total hearts. Everything about our hearts, God wants our hearts to be completely His. Let me ask you this question. Is your heart completely God's? Or you have a divided heart. Your heart is in one place. It's in one side with God and another side with the world. Oh, when you find yourself with people of God, yeah, you talk like people of God. You talk spiritual. Whoops. Thank you. So when you find yourself with the people of God, you talk like the people of God. When you find yourself, Simlai. When you find yourself among God's people, you talk like God's people. When you find yourself where there are no God's people, you become something else. So I'm saying this, um, no, not that one. Old window, sir. Window, window thing, yeah. So I'm just saying, look at that window. That window. So I'm just saying that our hearts must be God's completely. Let me ask you, does God have your hearts? So God is looking for man and woman Whose heart are completely is? Do you have the heart of God? No, we cannot deceive God. I'm saying that. So that is why King Asher, God confronted him. You know, how would you want God to confront you tonight and say, Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Labaja, your heart is not with him. The prophet came to him and said, Hey, King Asher, even though you are king over my people, but your heart is not with me. Amen? Your heart is not with me. You have not, you have, you stopped trusting me the way you used to trust me. You know, sometimes we be in a situation whereby the way we used to trust the law, we are no more trusting the law the way we used to trust the law. Something else has taken over. Maybe circumstances of life. But God is looking for a perfect heart. Okay, And that is the heart that God is going to bless. Do you want God to bless you? You need to have a heart that is completely God's. You know, sometimes we look at lives and we think, why are other people getting things done than myself? But the question you need to ask yourself is, what is the problem with me? Because the problem is not with God. God is just looking for someone that he can trust. Can God trust you?
Share Olorun le gbekelewa. Can God say I know him just like he said unto Abraham? You know what God said unto Abraham say I know Abraham that Abraham will command his children. Listen. If God knows me, who am I pretending Who am I pretending to? Who am I pretending? If God knows everything about me, who am I pretending to? Do you know one thing? We will we, we will reap what we sow. So we don't blame God if our hearts are not right with Him and we get what we deserve. But if our hearts are right with the Lord, we are completely God's. Our heart is perfect before the Lord, and God didn't give you what you deserve, and God didn't give you how. Is supposed to deal with you. Let me tell you something. You can say, God, my heart is complete towards you. My heart is sincere towards you. And I want, I want you to understand that I believe you. And I'm trusting you for this. And I know that you are the only one that can give me the desire of my heart. So God is looking for men and women that we have a heart that is his. Do we have a heart that is completely God's? Do you want God to bless you? Do you want God to bless your family? Do you want God to bless everything that you lay your hands upon? But let me tell you something. Your heart must be right with the Lord. Amen? Our hearts must be right with Him. So God is looking for one man. There is a necessity for our hearts to be right with the law. Look at what the Bible says in the book of First King. First King, we will not be able to say it, I will try to read. The Lord our God. The Lord our God be with us. As he was with our fathers. Let him not leave us, nor forsake us, that he may incline our hearts unto him. To walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments and his judgments, which he commanded for our fathers. Let your heart therefore be perfect with the Lord our God to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments as, as these days. So God is looking for people that he can trust. Amen. God is looking for people that he can trust. Can God trust you? Can God trust you? Can God trust you to keep his word in your hearts? That is why David said, Thy word have I eat in my heart that I may not say against God. So if your heart is right with God, the Bible tells us that you are going to have a perfect heart. Amen? Amen? Sorry, Barry. So, God is saying to us 